0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadhan. And this is Kelly and Ramia.
2: Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia.
0: Reporter and producer for our program. Bringing to us all sorts of items direct from the West. Hello, sir.
2: Hello, folks. Happy Wednesday.
0: (laughs) What What was on your mind? Is it ironic?
1: Is it ironic to say Happy Wednesday? Is that what it is?
0: I just love it. It was like there was something else he
1: wanted to say, and maybe a different adjective. Maybe not happy.
0: Maybe I didn't want to throw Wednesday in. Yeah, maybe just good day. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah. mr hardy where do you want to start
2: yeah to be honest this is kind of a bit of a tough uh read and a tough subject um so kind of one of those things where it's hard to kind of tell what uh mood i should be in i guess after right. uh, reading this but essentially there's uh, a group called the bc ed Education Access Society. Uh, And they have done a survey. They collected data from 406 respondents, uh, mostly parents, but also several students who participated in the survey. And they found that in the 2022 to 2023 school year, there were uh, many incidents of students with complex care needs having Incidents in school, either being like denied access to field trips or having a shorter uh, school day uh, or not being able to attend school at all, but basically being uh, excluded from school, public school, uh, due to a number of issues, including a shortage of education assistance across B.C. Uh, And uh, they're basically saying this is a crisis and it has. Increased from the previous year. So, for example, there's uh, a uh, an example of a parent whose child has to be fed with a feeding tube, uh, and they're saying that there's some sort of new policy from the Ministry of Health where uh, kids who have to be tube fed have to be given food from a machine, which is not this child's typical. Uh, uh, diet, uh, so that's causing some uh, problems. But also if the school cannot fill with an education assistant, they call that, uh, apparently there's a term uh, failure to fill, uh, mm-hmm. which essentially means that they have uh, they have sort of some leverage to uh, exclude those kids. Also, uh, there have been no improvements on the rates of restraint. And seclusion, meaning the physical restraint and isolation of children with uh, complex needs, uh, usually because a child is exhibiting some sort of unwanted behavior or aggressive, a negative what they reaction deem aggressive, I mean.
0: right, <laughs> or, or, or uh, they, something.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They say, "quote It's really traumatic on kids." Like. Gee, you don't say. Uh, so essentially that they're saying uh, that this is a crisis, we really have to uh, do something to improve it, either train more educational assistance mm-hmm. uh, or uh, basically improve this untenable situation in some other way.
0: Failure to fill. Wow. Mm-hmm. So with failure to fill, is kind of along the lines of we don't have enough school bus drivers, so I guess you don't get to go into school today. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that's essentially it.
1: Well, there's so uh, many bottom so. lines here, right? Where it's like, oh, there's no EA, she's missing school. There's no uh, buddy to help her support her in this particular class, she misses school. There's no transportation, she misses school. They don't have a solution on how she can participate in something, she misses school. So the, the easy way out or everything, A, B, C, or D, equals to these students missing school.
0: Right. That is the common denominator. Uh, the the exhibiting, or, whatever you want to call it, is you have to sit the stuff out and mm-hmm. can't be with anyone else because you or, are upsetting the others.
2: That's it. Like either missing school or like attending school, but essentially, you know, being a seat warmer. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're not able to go on this field trip because we don't have accommodations or heaven forbid restrain people i'm not even sure that means what i think it means it's the 21st century i don't know or uh isolate uh isolate people in a room on their own and it's you one you of these
0: things-, things like field trips right that a child has to sit out because oh we failure to fill there's not someone here to go with you all the other kids wait bye bye
2: yeah it's one of those things where uh, you know like it's hard to blame, you know, Mrs. Smith, who's like you know sick today, and it's not her fault. It's hard to blame sort of the little guys. Even if I do think somehow there there is a little bit of a culture of like you know does inclusion really matter here? That you know some sort of ableist like culture that some mm-hmm. people have. But definitely in terms of the system, I wonder if maybe you know increased pay, increase train training, increase sort of recruitment, and some kind of a cultural shift would be helpful because I do think you know for a lot of people with very complex needs, like school is school is sort of a gateway where mm-hmm. you can have some of the most opportunities in your life. like as you get older,
0: life gets, scarier, you know, more difficult, yeah. Yeah. more isolating. There's a lot of things. Boy, I love this it's... bad language you were using earlier. You know, school, I, I you know, the isolation, the, you know, oh my goodness, you know, the, some of these words that people just hate to hear, but it all adds up to, as you said, Grant, people sitting out. Go ahead, Ram.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know, if we're not utilizing these opportunities, as you said, Grant, um, of younger school years and mm. newer students to educate the, the advocacy, to, um, to educate around inclusion, to educate other parents, teachers, educators, period, uh, around how to, you know, think outside the box that we've so clearly squeezed ourselves into, then how do you expect things to get better as we get, like, step into society and other worlds of life as we get older? And other stages, it's it's so yeah. complicated and frustrating. Um, you're only getting into further and further holes with this kind of attitude. But I wonder, you know, systematically, how can we change this situation? Yeah, there's shortages of EAs, uh, educational assistants, and shortages right. of people being trained and the money right. and all these other aspects that are adding to this, uh, you know, how awful the situation is. And I wonder if we could just almost blanket and say every school needs x amount of eas period so that we the bottom line at least you know is lifted right with the kind of assistance you get because what happens here at least what i'm aware of is uh, people are assigned like particular specialists or eas are assigned to students and maybe that approach is making it difficult more difficult on the kids I, I-
0: I think that's done in the sense of obviously who might l- literally need someone with sure. them more than maybe somebody else. And then you look at, okay, per capita, this many students, this, but it's so need-based. And unfortunately, because you could have a school that's going to have more persons with, with who have the complex um needs that that need that help and then they'll stick to the standard of well for a school this size this many were to have so many there's got to be more flexibility more openness and a, and a view of by a school board by the system this is important for all the reasons you both said why we need to be in school yeah of course yeah yeah i suppose
2: it's just one of those situations where you <laughs> it's hard not to have like an equal system across the board. Like obviously in the mainstream, it would be hard to say, you know, we're going to give this person, you know, different education or whatever than this, Mm -hmm. this, uh, this other person. So I, I, I get that it has to be kind of systematic, but it uh, it is always hard with, um, uh, those, um, those, I, you talked to someone, uh, quite a while ago who who studied uh you know systems and uh basically found that uh you know when when a system is too uniform like too identical across the board people always fall through the cracks oh
1: yeah definitely Um,
2: so yeah that's that's certainly something and i i guess just all the stuff we were talking about money recruitment but certainly like a cultural shift like i Absolutely. I do think that perhaps there's an element in, in society that would say, you know, like how much does, dare I say, how much does it matter? I think that might be on mm-hmm. some some. That, you're
1: talking plans. about a baseline, mm-hmm. right? I think that we've now the the bar for the baseline is so low. Like when I hear when you see some of the stats in this um, article, Grant, and how many incidents where children or or students are missing school, missing uh, classes, uh, EAs are not available, whatever it is, like all the combinations of different things that add as incidents for it being problematic, just for us to identify, it is wild. Like it's in the thousands in the last couple of years. Uh, So our baseline for, you know, oh, well, they're just going to have to miss school is ridiculous Mm -hmm. to me.
0: It's very yeah. ridiculous because there's also laws about being in school. How do you make exactly. a, a, you know, a person with right a disability to education. exempt because? And that's it exactly. It's, it is it is a real shift of, okay, we understand the difficulties. How come we don't work with the difficulties of hiring more people, paying better, or whatever? how do we get around those challenges so this is not a failure-to-fill circumstance that we just, oh, failure-to-fill, hey, get, you get to stay home and watch Nickelodeon. No, that's not, that's not, that's Mm. not enough. Yes. Thanks, Grant. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Grant Hardy bringing us, as he put uh, at the top, a very difficult article, difficult solutions that they would seem to be based on our society as a based on, Ramya, really what we We know what to do. Mm. We know how to help the situation. Um, We know what we need. Yeah. And even if we don't know what to do, well, I, I think we do. It's finding the people. It's attracting mm-hmm. people to it by paying more and making it a system that works.
1: I'm Arthur Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air.
0: Every month, my co-host, Alex Hajar, and I spill the tea on what it's really like
1: to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.